When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're almost legal. We're we're twenty. We, this is episode twenty. <gasps> wow! Oh All right, uh, the vibecast. I'm can't looking at Matt, making sure I didn't miscount. <laughs> I can't believe we did twenty. Of it these. is kind of amazing. Nineteen other ones. <laughs> what I just did. That was my water. Oh, I'm sorry, Kev. <laughs> so this is episode twenty of the vibecast, a podcast celebrating the fun, the music, the fans, and the musicians from the twenty-two year history. I believe that's correct. Of the Philadelphia-based band Chigo's Vibe, I'm your host John Parkinson. Here, as always, with producer extraordinaire Matt Kelly and Matt. Yeah. We have exciting. We have exciting news for this episode. Uh, we have proof that Billy Joel listens to the Vibecast. What is that proof? You ask. Well, on our last podcast, Ed Mount's dad. <laughs> Ed Mount's dad picked this month's song from the set list, "Piano Man" by Billy Joel. The day after that podcast released, Billy Joel announced that he was ending his residency at Madison Square Garden. Uh-huh. And ending after a 150-show run is going to end next year. But Those events were connected? How could I, they not be? I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm hanging on every word. So Billy was clearly so touched by the honor of having yet another Billy Joel song featured on the Vibecast that he is... He's clearly now content to wind down his career mm-hmm. as he approaches retirement. He, he didn't do that after he got the Gershwin Award. He didn't right. do that after the uh, the Kennedy Center Honors. He did it after our podcast. That's right. It was the Vibecast. Either that or he's hoping it'll discourage us from choosing his songs ever again. <laughs> but in either case, it's proof that he, that, he, that he listens. So why? Why would Billy Joel listen to the Vibecast? That's easy. He listens out of respect, admiration, and a little bit of fear at the guy who plays Billy Joel better than Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) So listeners of the podcast know that we feature the Joe Cocker of Delco. We have the saxophone superhero who had his own sports episode, our last episode. But it's time to feature the most talented musician in Chico's vibe, the piano man of Philadelphia. We're calling this podcast episode Gebby Joel. A Chico's Vibe <laughs> Billy Joel retrospective. And we're here with the stars of our podcast from Chico's Vibe, Dennis Chiquino, Ed Mount, and yes, Preston and Steve's favorite, John Gephardt. So guys, welcome to episode 20 of the Vibecast. How you doing? I think, I, I think it's a fair conclusion, right? Billy Joel listens. Yeah. What say, else does he have to do? He does like one concert a month. We do have to say that, that John Gephardt himself never says, hey, I'm better than Billy no. Joel. <laughs> it's always said about him. 
Yeah, so but it's just like it's yeah, you know. He wrote that into our original contract. Oh, I didn't, oh, know, I didn't that. know that. Oh, oh, I thought he was humble. Because you said that, uh, <laughs> like the last, you said it at Rose Tree. Yeah, he said every important gig, it's in writing. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to go on record that that never occurred. <laughs> you know, Ricardo Montalban, when he looked at the script of Star Trek Two, yeah, he said, "I am not in every scene, but in every scene they are talking about me." <laughs> 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 oh my. Like hey, do you want to do your Shatner con? Call the uh, <laughs> con. Con. Oh God! I wreck Gabby's episode. Can we also say Gabby is the Ricardo Montalban of Chico? He is the Ricardo Montalban. Parallel. Yeah. You know how that SNL skit goes? Ricardo Montalban is muy macho. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, Ricardo Montalban is muy macho. <laughs> we could Was that at Fernando's Hideaway? What's that? Was that at Fernando's Hideaway? Hey, no, you, you that was. Model. There was a. It was a game show. A game right? show, and they, oh, it was all, oy, the whole skit was in Spanish. Joy Bridges is muy macho. Muy macho. <laughs> Bill Murray was the host, but anyway, <laughs> back to us. Give our our audience a preview of what's coming. It's a Billy Joel, Gabby focused podcast. So the first segment, I'm calling Philly Joel. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> Very Damn, witty. Damn, the puns are <laughs> flying all over. Very We're, witty. We'll talk about Billy's connections to Chico's vibe, what we do, Billy Joel songs, and his connections to Philadelphia. And while this is a Gabby feature episode, we are obligated to include a Chico-approved segment. So that this month, that segment is called Chico Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> True. <laughs> 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 Although he has smelled like diesel at yeah, more at one, right. than one gig. That's right, Ed. <laughs> Speaking of that, we were seeing a call it Chico did start the fire. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> but that also reminds me, can we talk a little bit about Rose Tree Park, the introduction at Rose Tree Park? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that is a good I, idea. I bring that up about lighting stuff because... <laughs> Gabby, you can maybe describe the background of it, but, but I just describe what the plan was. Okay. Okay. So, because <laughs> you were trying to wrangle everybody. What I wanted to do was instead of us walking out when they introduced us, I wanted us to be in place. And that part of the plan worked. Right. But I wanted Dennis or Chico for the podcast listeners, because mm -hmm. they may not know that his name <laughs> right. is Dennis. And they're going to find his address. Um, and then I wanted him to stay backstage. Until we started, even through, you know, when, when he announced us, our, our first song was um, The Earth, Wind, and Fire Medley. Yeah, so we started with the In the Stone in the intro. Stone intro. So after that In the Stone intro, when we get into September, is when I wanted him to walk out, wanted Chico to walk out, like getting the crowd going as we're playing the intro. <laughs> so, but that didn't no, pan out I that just, way. So, for, go ahead. But from my perspective, we're standing there, we're just about ready to start. And Ed Jakubowski goes, Look where Chico's sitting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like at least 50 yards away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if. I wonder if he knows what's <laughs> going on. I just shook my head. That's all. And then he goes, Oh my God, he just lit a cigarette. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was part of the plan, my plan. Here's which, a little, like, which like, had nothing to do with what I had just said to him three minutes before. But we I had walked. said to you, maybe I'll walk down from up top. 
And I you, said, you can't. You laughed. And I said, oh, look, there's no middle row. Yeah. So. And I thought of something <laughs> else. I'll go over Jack Abasky goes, oh, my God, he just lit a cigarette. And then the announcer goes, ladies and gentlemen, well, wait. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, he thought of something else without telling anybody Anyone. else. So go ahead. <laughs> Which ladies is kind of how I like Chico it, Drive. <laughs> And we're all looking at him, trying to play. <laughs> In the so, stone. Is he going to make it? I don't think he's going to make it. He's not going to make it. Because so, he didn't move in the beginning of that. He didn't move yeah, until got, I started the intro it, of it, September. Kong, kong, kong. So as yeah. I'm sitting there, like the smoke, right? First, that guy, I think his name was Frank, the guy that actually introduced us. The guy with the silver shirt on. Yes, yeah. Cool guy, right? He comes like walking over. Oh, you guys are going to start now. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just part of the plan. And then I'm still sitting there, and there's a steps girl, believe it or not. Like, this girl was nice. She was up the top. And, like, this older woman came to walk up the steps past me. So I got up. I let the woman go up and use the handrail. And I sat back down. The girl comes down. She goes, I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to sit here. I said, well... Yeah, I am. I said, you know, I'm, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm Chico from the band. I'm going to go running up when they, you know, they announce Chico's vibe. Oh, oh, you're from the band. I said, yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, it's just going to be another 30 seconds. Oh, I almost got kicked out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but you did not make it to the stage in time. For well, Gabby had to sing the first two verses. Three. Yeah. Three. <laughs> Beginning of the song, you know. <laughs> Because he still had the cigarette. Yes. Well, I was hoping and hoping that when he flicked the cigarette down, it would have landed in the flower bed, burst into flames. You know. When did I flick that cigarette? So we're at this part, and I'm looking, and I'm like, he's still sitting down. All right, he's getting up. The whole time I'm playing this, I'm looking at you. And it goes, uh-oh. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. This the whole time. He's not going to. And Giacobassi's going, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. What do we do? What do we Just just play it. Just play it. And then we went. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like this. Who remember? <laughs> no, Gabby sang that line. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that's, that's, not, that's not what we're going to talk about. Oh, we're I'm sorry. <laughs> you can edit that. No, I just like to no. give you guys fodder, you know. <laughs> Uh, Chico didn't start the fire. Um, in this segment, we're we're gonna look at the Cold War period history in the lyrics of the song. Yeah, we didn't start the fire. And the 150 people or events that Billy Joel mentions, we're not gonna go through all of them. But we're gonna let Dennis pick out some of the topics he wants to discuss. So I'll ah. read a stanza. We can maybe pick out. Yeah, what you might want to discuss. Or I hope you don't mind that I've had some miss misread lyrics from that song too. Oh, sure, that when sure. We get to those, those sections, great. Okay, so then we're going to have uh, a Gabby Joel Masterclass. Oh. So where Geb gets to talk about, demonstrate. It's kind of whatever Geb wants to do with, you know, fo focusing on Billy Joel songs. But really, you can do whatever you want. So the the good, the good, great news for our our listeners is Geb agreed to bring back his keyboard. If The last time he did, he may have been taunted by Dennis a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't bring it back, but because my favorite memory of the last time he brought it was him going, 
Play Rhapsody in Blue. Play. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, play. Play. The- <laughs> but I think that'll be a great time. And then we'll wrap it up with a song from the set list, which is Piano Man. So it's a Billy Joel focused stuff, but we can digress, divert, whatever. Um, so I thought I'd start with Philly Joel. <laughs> so by my count, Chico's vibe has... And I'm projecting a little bit because this will be, this will be the count when we re- release the podcast. But by my count, Chico's Five at one time or another has performed 13 Billy Joel written songs, which I think is pretty high in terms of artists that we do. Yeah. I was trying to think maybe Stevie Wonder and the Beatles are probably up there, but that 13 is a, a lot for yeah, for yeah, what, definitely. So I'll run through the songs what they are. Um, you know, some of them were one and done. Some of them are uh, used to be in the the rep, you know, the ongoing set list and aren't anymore. But so I'll do it in, the, in Billy Joel release chronological order. So the she's got away. You've mm-hmm. done that as first song yeah. for um, Piano Man. We do. We used to do You're My Home. Yeah. Yes. Love that song. Uh, Ballad- well, I sang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. That's right. Slinging it already. Uh, Ballad of Billy the Kid. We did one time. One time. At uh, McSorley's, I think. Maybe? I think so, yeah. I thought we only did it at rehearsal. No, I remember one we time. Had, actually was, well, I don't, if, it wasn't McSorley's then. It was PJ Henry's. Henry's, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. New York State of Mind, Just mm-hmm. the Way You Are. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Vienna. Only the Good Die Young, which yeah. that's the one. We're going to do it this weekend. Right? Yeah. Uptown girl, keeping the faith. You may be right. Are you going to Nothing. comment on that? I thought you were going to be right. Wait a minute, I sing that too. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and matter of trust. So that's the thirteen yeah. songs we do. I'm not sure. We might have done to make you feel my love. Yes. At one point or another. Yeah, we did I that. Dylan, Dylan, one time we did, sang. We did it a bunch of times. Uh, you oh, did. Uh, okay. You sang that. Yeah. You did. This uh, is the time to remember. Yeah, we did that one. I love that song. That was at a wedding. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you mention? Even that though you make me feel love, Dylan wrote it, and Adele's version might be the more well known, but. Oh, did you mention another one? Some folks are just that. Yeah, matter of trust. She's matter of trust. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so like 15. fifteen. Yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. That could be a whole. We could just put a whole. Uh, Billy Joel tribute Billy, set. Yeah. Take it to the rusty nail. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and like open with you're on the human. So you know, like, like something really weird. <laughs> Don't forget your second wind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I'm- laughs> just looking at all the topics and we didn't start the fire. It's a million of them. Yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but uh any any of those songs you're the songs we do or have done, what's your favorite? And, you know, what like what, was Lullaby on there? I didn't put it on there because I couldn't remember if we did it. We, he's done. He's done. I've it. done it a mm-hmm. bunch of times. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. It keeps going. It just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have one of the songs that you that we do, do you do you like more? What do you like playing most, Gab, of the songs we do um, or have done? Well, of course. I mean. Because scenes from an Italian restaurant, because it's just such a yeah, like a suite of three different, you know, styles. So it's fun to play, and when the band's on and you know we're tight, 
it's it's fun to play. It yeah. always sounds good. Yeah, it's I good. like Vienna. It is such a great song. Such a mm-hmm. uh, unique intro on it and everything. Cool. Yeah, he's yeah. uh Billy Joel's somewhat recently. He, I think he was on Colbert and he listed his five favorite Billy Joel songs. And uh, so Vienna was five, and so it goes was four. You may be right was three. She's right on time. I don't know if you guys have heard that. It's actually kind of cool. It's a Billy Joel Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Scenes from Italian Restaurant is Man, no his Captain number one. Jack. No, he does not like no. Captain Jack. Why not? What's he the he feels it's too long, too repetitive, and too simple. Oh, no, there's a there's a big it. Captain Jack it's Billy Joel here. Connection, yeah. yeah and that, yeah. that story is <clears throat> he'd released his first album, it's called Cold Spring Harbor. It, it bombed and it was actually like engineered at the wrong speed. Um, oh jeez! Yeah. And he was still, you know, traveling doing concerts, and he was on a he did a WMMR live concert. Yeah. But is that Sigma Sound Studios? Mm-hmm. And uh, Captain Jack became at the time the most requested song in MMR history because people were yeah. like, "Who's this? What is this? You know, I got to hear this again." Mm-hmm. And that was part <clears throat> significantly responsible for him getting a recording contract with Columbia. And then eventually releasing yeah, piano. I, I saw him in '89, the Stormfront um, uh, tour. Oh, neat! So it was at the Spectrum, and he did that. He did Captain Jack, yes. and the place levitated like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Cause, that, and I think he said something beforehand. This will have special meaning, yeah, to people from here. And and, and he did that song. Mm. That'd be a cool one to do, except you know. And he did Dazed and Confused the, the too, masturbation as a and death stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> the Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, Dazed and Confused as a sound check, and they were playing it live on MMR. They're like, "We're at, we're at the sound check right now," and he was doing that. It was that, really cool. That's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, we have to do a Zeppelin tribute next. Then, so you want to do? I thought you song. would switch to like we want to do ACDC. I love ACDC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looks like we'll get to forty episodes. We will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the song that Billy Joel says he's most proud of is uh, this surprised me. This is somewhat recent, and so it goes, mm-hmm. which I don't think we'll ever do. How's that go, Gab? Let me hear it. It's real. It's <laughs> one reason he's really he's proud of it is because yeah, the like, chords are complex. <laughs> so it's beautiful though, right? Yeah. In every heart, there's a room in every heart. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. What's in the, every what, heart there is, is a room. Yeah. What's the a name sanctuary of the song? You, safe and strong. Yeah. Right. You played for um to heal the world. Our friend that died of ALS. That was um lullaby. Lullaby. Uh. Oh yeah, that was oh, boy. Right. Um, but and so it goes was the Stormfront album, and so was uh, uh, yes. uh we didn't start the fire. So yeah, I can, yeah. yeah. So they're both yes. from that. And he had another one, the Down Easter Alexa, uh, named love after that his song. daughter. That's, that's one of my really cool all-time favorites. He came out with the squeeze box, or maybe it was a full accordion. I don't remember. He came out and did that song. Yeah. And that was the first time I had ever heard it because I hadn't bought the album yet. So it was it was cool. That's cool. Yeah. One neat thing about and so it goes. He actually he actually wrote that in '83, about the time he uh, was doing um, an Innocent Man album. Oh yeah, but it didn't fit. Oh. And apparently, it was also about El McPherson. Oh, and so he was dating Christy at the time, so he did. So he saved it. <laughs> uh, Practice your skills, folks. Other stuff, other connections of Philadelphia is he used to play at an old uh, Chico haunt. He used to go to um, the main point, right? Which I have a story 
a Billy Joel story if you want to hear. Yes, that's what we're. Yes. So, Billy Joel with the the uh, Captain Jack thing. What station was it? The MMR. MMR. Yeah. yeah, which was like the greatest thing of all time in those days. Uh, anyway, Billy Joel at the main point, fall of 1973. I just graduated high school. All right, so now we're in college. My buddy, Tim Morelli, me, a couple other guys, went to see him at the main point solo. Just, wow, really? That's just cool. Just him and a piano on stage, and he's got, like, this scarf around his neck. And he sounds awesome, you know. We're The main point, anywhere you sit, you're right next to the guy. Mm-hmm. So somebody keeps hollering out, Somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that's all for And man. Billy Joel, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that tonight. You know, I got a little throat problem that's, uh... All right. A minute later. Somewhere along the line! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, four or five times, the guy was, like, that rude. Aww. Even after Billy Joel told him he couldn't do it. Yeah. So, Billy just kindly looked at the guy. Maybe he could leave. You know, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. So the very next night, Billy Joel's playing at uh, Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and Sciences, which is called what now? Oh. Philadelphia College is of Sciences. Is that the College of Medicine, maybe? Yeah, sciences, yeah. maybe. Where the Mother yeah, Museum's uh, connected to? University yeah. of the Sciences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway, my great friend Tim Morelli, he went there. And also lived down there on, on Osage Avenue with, you know, a couple guys. And he, had, he was in a frat house and all. Billy Joel's playing there. We go. Two nights in a row, me and Billy Joel. Billy Joel has a band the next night. Oh, nice. So we go down and and uh, it's great. I mean, it's good. The guitar player was so good. I remember playing those licks in Captain Jack, like in between the lines. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He was fantastic. And so was Billy Joel. So afterwards, one of the stage crew guys comes out and said, hey, man, we need a little help tonight. Anybody out there want to help uh, with the stage crew? You know, we're a little short. We got to get this stuff off the stage. So we, boom, we're right get up there. Get out of here, really? <laughs> yeah, four or five of us are right up there. That's kind of cool. And, uh, you know, we're helping. And I think to Morelli, who they were having a, a party back at their frat house, invited Billy Joel. He said, why don't you come with us? You know, we're going to go around Fire House. And he came. Really? <laughs> were you, wait, were you there too? At the yes. How did we right. never know the story? Eh, it's from 1973. You guys always tell me I tell my stories are too old. Wait, oh. I never said that. <laughs> <When> the, uh, <laughs> I swear to God. Anyway, I there he, just he was. Makes like, we're, we're in, we're in the basement of this frat house, and I was in many times after that. Billy Joel's dancing with these girls. I remember, like, Another frat house guy comes up and says, yo, Billy Joel's dancing with Nancy. Check it out. <laughs> I think we're going to need to get Billy to confirm this. Yes. Oh, well, the good thing right. is we know he listens. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Now, this is all true. You could ask Morale or Pugsley. I think he was one of the frat brothers. The true story. Wait, what, what? Oh, Dan University or PCOM at the time. Cool. Yeah, and he lived, like, right in the midst of, like, where all the uh, University of Penn students lived. Like, all those streets, Osage Avenue and Pine Street. and It was just all college students. Excellent. We were down there all the time. There were a lot of... 
They weren't big at the time. A lot of big names played at the main point. How many? Oh my God! What are you kidding me? How many did you see? Because I, I saw them so all. Jo- wow! Never got to see Dylan. However, the first night I ever passed the main point, we used to go to my dad's sister's every Sunday. She lived up in Berwyn. She's kind of like our grandmother. Anyway, we're coming down Lancaster Avenue, and I was in high school, maybe 10th grade, and we go straight through Bryn Mawr, and I see, like, this line of people, like, up the street and around the corner, and I'm like, what's what's this? What's this? And my mom knew. Oh, that's the main point. <laughs> I'm like, well, what? she says, well, Bob Dylan, do you Bob know him? Bob Dylan I played said, the main point. Yeah, I know wow. Bob Dylan. She said, he's he playing there. It was one of the... First nights that it opened, I think. Oh my God! So that's cool. No, I was at the main point constantly. All kinds of people. I mean, Bruce. And it was like three fifty to get in, you know, for a show, and you see all these great people. That's awesome. Yeah, I've got like Bruce Jackson Brown, Bonnie Raitt, James Taylor, Joni, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, I, I never Buffett. saw Linda there. No. They are uh, all all these people played there before they hit it big. Pretty. Bruce cool. was supposed to play at Carroll. And he backed out. <laughs> Apparently, Bruce premiered Thunder Road at the main point. It oh, didn't okay. have that the name, but yeah. yeah. FYI, for what mm. it's worth, too, too much podcast prep is what that's called. Oh, that's <laughs> anyway, go ahead, John. No, that gets other. I was gonna say that gets us through the Philly Joe. Other than you guys, we've talked about this in podcast before. Gabby and. Chico have played with a current member of Billy Joel's band. You've recorded with Carl Fisher. Carl He's Fisher, the, yeah. He, Which dude's Carl Fisher? He played trumpet on the Kirshner stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know I if he you. was big back then. He's Matt big now. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's <laughs> on him with all the time. Now. Yeah. Billy Joel. Okay. <laughs> so it's multiple connections to Billy yeah. Joel. He's probably saying that right now, too. I played with Chico. Oh, my goodness. So that gets us through Philly Joel. Yeah. Philly Joel. We're now on to Chico didn't start the fire. Oh. And I saw you doing your prep there. You oh, it. yeah, I got it. Somewhere. So, uh, it, and it, the timing's good, too, because I don't know. Anybody here? There are two people in this room who have heard of the band Fallout Boy. That would be Matt and Ed. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right? Have you heard of the band Fall Out Boy? No, I've not. Heard, I knew of the name. That's true. Yeah, I knew I, of the name. I've never I've heard anyone. I've never really sing. heard any of their songs. Dennis, Fall Out Boy? I heard the name, but I don't know what the hell they okay. do. Okay. They just released an updated version of this song. We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh. With new names? It's, yeah. It's everything from 1989 to 2023. That wouldn't interest yeah. me. So, so basically um, the end of his version yes, is so, 89. So, uh, but I give it a big old strike, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, the only thing I know about it is I heard the intro. I, I thought it was okay. But, I mean, it's not. Billy's in chronological order. It goes That's from, what my strike was. Okay. They're jumping all over the place from 89 oh. to 2023. Billy Joel wrote it in absolute chronological yeah, order. So it kind of takes you through, like, his experience. <laughs> yes, from right. Harry Truman all the way up. Yeah, and so, like, the early – so it's, it, it focuses – we didn't start the fire on 49 through 63. There's pretty much a stanza for each year, mm-hmm. and then it kind of accelerates. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard an interview. There's actually a podcast out there called We Didn't Start the Fire. And what the podcast does is it takes each thing that he mentions, and they do a whole episode on it. 
So like Harry Truman, whole episode. Dar's Day, whole episode. Right. There's 150. Oh, get out. Yes. That's a pretty awesome <laughs> podcast. They, idea. they even had him as a guest. That's I've I listened to a couple episodes. I listened to the one where he he was. On. What episode did he appear on? What name? It was just um, hey, we got Billy Joel. Oh, you know, so oh okay, they, it wasn't and, like. Uh, and oh, they, we're at Rosenberg's. You know, like here's no, Billy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they did yeah. ask. They were asking him, well, "What do you mean by this?" And and they like they got Rockefeller wrong, things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're not going to do that. We're. Uh, no. I thought I'd run through each stanza. And then of the 40 years the song covers, Dennis, you've been on the planet for, I think, 34. 55. 55 to 89. Yeah. So you're going to have the most, and and I think our podcast listeners know you love history. Right. You were born the year Marty went back, Dennis? I was. Oh. I actually actually was born a little before Marty went back. Right, because that was uh, November 5th. November. Right. I was like November 5th, 1955. It took me a second. But anyway, so you're ready. First stanza. First stanza. Oh, wait, I'm gonna read the. I'll oh, read I'm the first sorry. Stanza, and then you you're talk. gonna read the stanza. I'll okay. read All Harry right. Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Wintel, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. So what do you guys? Uh, and if you guys want to know, like you don't know a reference, I've done the research. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you gonna? Go ahead. You're ready. I'm saying right off the bat, one of my favorite guys in history, Harry Truman. Buck stops here, and in that line you just read. Joe DiMaggio. Wait a minute. There is a guy in that stanza that's referenced in another song that Chico's Vibe does. Not in that section we just did. In that section we just did. There's one guy who's in a song that we do somewhat frequently. Johnny Ray. Yes. Poor old old Johnny Johnny Ray. Ray. Yeah, right. What's the next two lines of that verse, though? Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. Okay. And you got to think, so she ended with the Joe DiMaggio and ended with the Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Ooh, that's a good time. Good put together, Ed. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Multiple levels, huh? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Joe McCarthy, one of my most hated people in history. And right next to him, Maybe my ultimate favorite of all time, Richard Nixon. <laughs> I've read a biography of Nixon by oh, like I, like a Time Magazine guy. It was actually really interesting. It gave you how he went nuts. You know, oh, and it's, it's really interesting <laughs> perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Most of that's pretty pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, Studebaker was his favorite car as a kid. All right. so. Oh, okay. It was Billy Joel's favorite car. Yeah, he said one of his neighbors had a Studebaker, and he yeah, like, there was a Studebaker plant up across the street from the Devon Horse Show. That's where they got really? the horsepower from. That's right. That's right. Uh, Rosenberg's H Bomb, Sugar Ray, Penmunjam, Brando, The King and I, and The Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Brando, that? come on. Stella. <laughs> I always thought. <laughs> so pretty good. Thank you. Seriously, Brando went from Stella to Jarrell. Don Corleone. <laughs> Jarrell. It Jarrell. It ended with Jarrell. <laughs> Wait, did you hear what he said? Jarrell. Yes. <laughs> I have sent on mute my only son. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Last survival of Krypton. Oh my so God. From, God what from we saying? Sorry, Dad. Stanley Kowalski to Jarrell to Don Corleone to Colonel Kurtz. Right. The right. horror. Oh, okay. Yeah. The horror. The horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that guy was incredible. And I'm putting him right up there with, you know, De Niro. 
or Pacino, maybe even above. Eisenhower vaccine, England's got a new queen. Now, here's my misheard lyric. Can I tell you the misheard lyric before you say the real one? Yes. I thought it was Marchi and the Liberace Santa in a gunfight. Okay, Marchi and the Liberace Santa in a gunfight. Marchi and the Liberace Santa in a, in a gunfight. I love that. Because it says like, Marchi and the Liberace Santa in a gunfight. We didn't start the fire. Play that line, Gab. <laughs> okay, well, sorry. You can't, this can't be a song where you're like, because the melody of this song is, Billy Joel's described the melody of the song as a dentist drill. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So, Eisenhower vaccine, England's got a new queen, Marciana Liberace, Santayana, goodbye. A bunch of good stuff in there. What? Great stuff. So, what vaccine was it? Do you guys know? Polio. Yes. Oh. Polio vaccine. Is that Salk? Yes. Yeah. Santayana was a philosopher. Oh, I didn't know who that was. Who died. But you would know the line, his most famous line is those who forget history are doomed to repeat it oh so, that was something so a little bit it's another deep level of this song it's a hi- his- history song joseph stalin malenkov nasser and prokaviov rockefeller campanella communist block how could you not love that great line one of my favorite things you get nasser's in there right yeah. Well, he was he. I didn't do my research he, he's, he's egypt. egyptian right he's president of egypt yeah. for a long time goldemeyer kicked his butt <laughs> <laughs> in the Six Day War, mm. I mean, she really did. It was like Egypt, Syria, Lebanon, oh, against right, right. this tiny little Israel. Golda was a badass, but she's not mentioned. Not mentioned the song. No. Some of the things have to do with what rhymes. And what Nasser, yeah, Roy oh. Campanelli. You guys know who he is, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It gotcha. doesn't, but that's now it's the, the Rockefeller of the Rockefellers, yes, like the, of the the family. The, so that's the, rich, the band, the Rockefellers. <laughs> yes, that's Nelson Rockefellers who he's referring yeah. to. Cause right. He wasn't, but he came, became the governor of New York a little yeah. bit after that time frame. Yeah. And they made their money in steel. Communist block. I, for, I, I think the Rock, Rockefellers, you know how the Dupont, they were the, Duponts were gunpowder. And the Rockefellers was steel. Oil. And they were in the Flintstones, oil. too. And oil, too. Carnegie yeah. was steel. Oh, Carnegie was steel. Okay. All right, right. Okay, my bad. Retract that. They missed my Flintstones joke. <laughs> <laughs> and it, well, Stalin and Malenkov, Malenkov succeeded Stalin after yeah. he died. Roy Cohn, Juan Perón, Tuscanini, Dacron, Dien Bien, Foo Falls, Rock Around the Clock. Oh, All kinds wait a of minute. Where are we? Oh, Roy Cohn. The most evil American. I know. I was fearing he would say that about of all Oregon. time. Well, <laughs> I could bring him into the present, but I won't. Let's just say he was the worst American in history. <laughs> and you know what, Ronnie O'Connor? That's for you. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know who Roy Cohn was until I started the research for this. Oh, get out. We, yeah. I mean, he started off with Joe McCarthy. I didn't know any of this till now. Went straight through to, you know, this your, guy. Your guy. The last guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look at it, Budapest. That, that's one that I'm not sure of. What's Dien Phu Falls? Ah, I'm that's glad you asked. Dien Phu Falls. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Go ahead. Dennis knows, <laughs> though. Vietnam, right? Yeah. Was it an actual, like, falls? Waterfalls? Yeah. No. no. It's, it means the city fell. Oh, the city fell. So Dien Phu 
fell to the North the, Vietnamese. Well, yeah. the, but the French were in Vietnam. It, it signaled yes. the end of the French occupation of Vietnam, and that's eventually how the U.S. got into Vietnam. It. We mm. filled the, the kicked areas too, man. We filled the gap when the French left. The yeah. French, everywhere they went, they got kicked out eventually. You know, after a few years, they weren't. They even got cut out of Apocalypse Now. They did a whole scene with Martin Martin Sheen at, at a dinner with the French. Yeah, when, when he's going down the river. And he like f- makes love to a woman and gets back on the boat. <laughs> completely cut the whole scene out. And that was what the studio was freaking out about. Cut it he out. Was, it was so he spent so much money oh. on this scene, and they cut it out. Einstein, Jane, James Dean, Brooklyn's got a winning team. A lot of baseball references in this song. Love that. Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland. That's pretty obvious verses. Hey, give me your best James Dean. <laughs> it's a visual, folks. <laughs> You're tearing me apart. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, thank you. <laughs> Next verse. Einstein probably, the, you know, smart great. guy. I don't know what he did in the fifties, though. What did he do in the fifties, other than uh, be well, Einstein? The age, I mean, everything was Einstein. Okay. All the nuclear energy and bombs, and I mean, he's the one that. Set down the map for those guys. Yeah, true. Well, actually, I think uh, relativity was proven later because we had to observe Mercury pass beyond the sun. Yeah, but it was and the, the, and before, though. I mean, 50s. he he postulated yeah. the, the theory of it, but but the actual observation Edding, to be able to observe it. Eddington, I think, was the was the scientist's name who. He had to be on a certain island at a certain time. Certain time and watch Mercury go and behind the, the sun. First time they did it, it was overcast and yeah. he couldn't do it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Ed. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's well, my, that right. might be why he came up again later because they're like something he postulated earlier was proven. Oh, gotcha. You know, that makes yeah. sense. Which is like, which always got me. It's like that made Einstein so famous mm-hmm. because Eddington proved the theory. I don't. The people at that time understand what the heck he was even talking about? No, I don't understand it now. Mercury, <laughs> ben, so yeah. like about bending space. Yeah, space time. <laughs> the whole thing about it. People, yeah, because the preserved. more the more mass an object has, space time is distorted. The closer you get to the massive object. So when you talk about supermassive black holes that are in the center, there's time dilation. So like if you were to travel towards one, in my perception, you would continually slow down the closer you got to the object and gotcha. and we would experience time in relative the relative theory of relativity is that space and time are connected and can become gotcha. discordant okay, but sense. we don't witness that on the level of Where being on, uh-huh. on the earth like the earth is the most super ma- massive object we come in contact with uh-huh. but you know you go to space and maybe it's like a hundredth of a second of, oh, that makes and, yeah, sense. Okay. And even GPS satellites have to uh, correct themselves with an algorithm because over time they won't match up and then it, it affects. I it. love that. Isn't that crazy? That I freaking cool. love that. That's very cool. Well, we could do an episode uh, on space time if you want to that. Dr. Ed Mount, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right. um, and all from that little E equals MC squared. Mm-hmm. That he thought he had, came to him in a dream or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just talking about a conk. Conk on Earth, she's like, gets this scientist, and she goes, I explain this, E equals McTwo. 
That's great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next one: Bardo, Budapest, Alabama, Khrushchev, Princess Grace, Peyton Place, Trouble in the Suez. All right. So, so Budapest was it was Hungarian uprising against the Soviets. Oh well, that had to be what in the fifties. Yeah, that's where we are. We're I still in the fifties. I don't remember that. Billy, you stumped me. What, Al- what's Al- the Alabama reference? That, that is the, um, Rosa Parks. Alabama's oh, for, okay. Yeah. Um, Bridget Bardot, maybe the hottest chick of all time. It's a fair statement. She was great. And what can you say about Khrushchev that you don't love? <laughs> Come on now, we will bury you. He always like shook figure. the fist. He was always like, he was great, and he like, you guys remembered the uh, Rocky and Bowwinkle cartoons <laughs> with yes. Bor- Boris and Natasha. Yes, Boris yeah. bad enough was was after him. First, <laughs> Jeff could have been right there. He's an only small guy, bald head. <laughs> but he, not the plug death of Stalin again, but um. Oh, it's great. Who, pl- who plays him? Stephen Buscemi. Steve Buscemi plays Khrushchev in it. You would think it would be horrible, <laughs> yeah. but he's awesome. He's so good. Nikita. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, very dark comedy. Trouble in the Suez, they talk about in the first series episode of The Crown. I don't know if you remember that. but Oh, right, right, right. Suez Canal. All that's, right, next. That's Nasser again, you know. Here comes a mis- know Here comes a misheard lyric section again coming up here. So if, what do you want? Do you want to li- do yours first? Is it cool? Yeah. Little, Little Rock, Pasternak, Mickey Mantle, Cadillac. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see that. I thought it was another car because he talked about, about the, the Studebaker. The Studebaker earlier. So, yeah. That's so. Mickey Ma- Little Rock, Pasternak, Mickey Mantle, Kerouac. Yeah. I thought it was also Sputnik, Joe Will Lie. Joe Will Lie. Oh, Cho Joe and Lie. Joe Will Lie, you know. <laughs> not uh, Joe L. Lie. Like Joe Will Lie about stuff. Oh, gosh. Joe Will Lie. But, but the two vague, well, Pasternak's kind of a vague reference. Do you know what that is? Wait, well, Doc, Dr. Shivago. Oh, oh, yeah. And then Cho, Cho and Lai was, uh, he was Chinese. Vietnam. Yeah. President no. Sal. Cho and Lai was China. Do you remember when Nixon went to China? He met Mao and Cho and Lai. Wow, you stumped me on I that. I didn't, Billy did. Who I was the other guy I'm thinking of? The one that ended up in Formosa, Taiwan. Chiang oh. Kai shek. Chiang Kai shek, yeah. Okay. All right. Next, Lebanon, Charles de Gaulle, California baseball, Starkweather homicide, children of thalidomide. What's Starkweather homicide? So it was a famous spree killing oh, where this oh, guy- oh, 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 was it a man and a woman? Yes. He yes. killed a girl's family. She was 14, uh, and they ran off with her. I didn't know that one either. Other people. River Kwai, one of my favorite movies. Buddy Holly, Ben Hur, Space Monkey, Mafia, Hula Hoops, Castrol, Edsel. Edsel is a no-go. It's so good. It's so how that's put together. It's all kind of obvious, That right? whole thing, yeah. Another guy that, that kind of ruined the eastern, western hemisphere, Castro. U2, Sigmund Marie, Paola, and Kennedy. Oh, Paola. Chubby Checker Psycho, Belgians in the Congo. Now I thought it was Belgians in the condo. <laughs> like they were... They, like they were moving it. Belgians in the condo. Uh, <laughs> you know, like everybody had to have uh, a colony. You know, England had them all over the place. Belgium, Belgium has to take the Congo. Like, are you kidding me? But they had what uh, silver or they diamonds? They were rich in something. Know. The Congo. It was ores. But ores, yeah, metals and ores, and then oh, yeah. they they murdered like a million uh, Congolese people. I didn't know that. Ah, uh, it was horrible. They were in Belgium, you know. Righty, Hemingway, Ike, 
Hemingway, Eichmann, Stranger in a Strange Land. <laughs> I thought it was Milton Berle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Where? think I got under here? A duck? Instead Dil- of Dylan Burrow, I thought Dil- it was Milton Burrow and Bay of Pigs Invasion, like, like, like the Texaco <laughs> singers or something. I thought it was Milton Burrow. <laughs> Dylan Burrow and Bay of Pigs Invasion. Milton Burrow and Bay of Pigs Invasion. Lawrence of Arabia. British Beatlemania. This is how we can get through it more quickly. Yeah, yeah. You guys can alternate. <laughs> Old wow. Miss John Glenn, Liston beats Patterson. Mm. Old Miss. Oh, uh, who's James, is that? A horse? What's his name? Um, Archie Manning? No, no. <laughs> James Merriweather, maybe yeah, the James, guy who they uh, James yeah. Merriweather, uh, the first black student at Ole Miss that the National Guard had escorted him into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And is Liston Sonny Liston? Yes. Ding, Liston, ding, 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 yeah. ding, Ed Those yeah. could have been on my he sports. Cr- you know what, Ed? Mm-hmm. See. You're right. Let's Ed's get Bark all about on sports. Liston. <laughs> 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 Crushed Floyd Patterson twice, actually. Oh, well, and then Ali just came in and yep. wiped him up. Pope Paul, Malcolm X, British politician sex. Okay. JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? So that British politician sex, there was a it was a scandal in England. Yeah. Profumo was the guy. There's a movie about it. I forget what the movie's called. And Christine Keeler. And John it, Glenn. It turns out they thought she was a showgirl, but she was a prostitute. And she yeah, might have been right. a Soviet spies. <laughs> oh, oh, triple so, threat. Triple threat. And then it sort of takes off from there. Wait a minute. Oh, good. Let's hit Pope Paul for a second. Yes. You're going to start talking Vatican II on us? Yeah, Vat. well, yeah, during Vatican II, he- I only knew the second one. I only knew Pope Paul II. I didn't know the first one. Pope oh, Paul the Sixth. We did have Pope Paul II. Yeah, Pope John Paul II. No, Not but John were- Paul, Pope Paul. 1966-ish. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's not a John Paul. Not a John. Oh, okay, my bad. You know, the first John Paul died in like, what, two days or something as Pope. But the Pope Paul VI, this is in the 60s, Vatican II, he put together a commission of cardinals to look into birth control, right? The pill, mm-hmm. like that, whatever. They came back and returned like their findings to him saying that he should um, encourage birth control. You know, it should be okay with the church. That's not what they told me at Bonner, that they should encourage birth control. <laughs> no, the cardinals told Pope Paul. Oh, they okay. said, leave room for the Holy Spirit. That's right. Leave room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Pope Paul went and just forget it. Said, no, I'm not listening to you guys. Why you know, why mean. even, like, put the commission together, Paul? Just, you know, you want to... Think you're cool or something? Did he just look- infallibility? Yet? <laughs> the infallibility, people infallibility. <laughs> be, great nah, if, nah. be great if Chico was the Pope. I'm infallible. Yeah, you got Chico infallibility. <laughs> you could do that again. I'm right. Chico infallibility. Vatican II changed a lot of stuff. Like when I became an altar boy in sixth grade, we had to learn the mass in Latin. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you learn all the prayers in Latin. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Vatican II comes along right in the middle of my altar boy training, changes it, so now the mass is in English. Mm-hmm. Now, all that Latin that I had to learn, I never had to use. So, That's how you learn to think on your feet when you're calling tunes. Latin. You're like, you do Gabby's like, call- we're doing this song in Latin. And then the next <laughs> one he's like, we're going to Vatican II this. We're going to do it in English. Wait, do you know, make me a channel of your piece in Latin. Omaha, <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> mm. All right, I think we can cruise through to the end.
All right. Birth control, Ho Chi Minh, Richard Nixon back again. Oh, God. <laughs> Moonshot, Woodstock, Watergate, punk rock. So we went through a bunch of years really quickly there. Bacon, yeah. Reagan, Palestine, terror on the airline. I thought it was bacon. Bacon, Reagan, Palestine. <laughs> bacon. Bacon, like the food. <laughs> the big bacon revival. Yeah. The, yeah. Bacon, Reagan, Palestine. <laughs> like that, you know, it was a great food. And, and yeah. I didn't mention Jimmy Carter with bacon and Sadat. They did. They, they, they put Reagan in next to him. Well, I think that's. I don't want to. They could put peanut next okay. to to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Jimmy Tonight, Carter Rust. peanut, a, <laughs> chubby checker cheek. Yeah, the song would have been in the about condo. eighty minutes long. Yes. You had to try to condense it. Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Heavy Metal, Suicide, Foreign Debts, Homeless Vets, AIDS, Crack, Bernie Gets, <sighs> Hyperdermics on the Shore, China's Under Martial Law. Rock and roller cola wars. I can't take, I can't it, take anymore. it anymore. I, like I heard one podcast. They're like, that's what he can't take. All that other stuff. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, so that gets us to 1989. I don't know if you said how he came up with the idea of the song. No, I did how... not. So he says here, he conceived the idea for the song when he had turned, he had just turned 40. And he was in a recording studio and met a 21-year-old friend of Sean Lennon. Hmm. who said, it's a terrible time to be 21. And Joel said, yeah, I remember when I was 21. I thought it was an awful time, and we had Vietnam, you know, the drug problems, civil rights Show problems, everything seemed to be awful. Wow. He said the friend replied, yeah, 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 but it's different for you. You were a kid in the 50s, and everybody knows that nothing happened in the 50s. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Joel God. retorted, said, wait a minute. You didn't hear of the Korean War, the Suez Canal crisis? He said, Load, he, then the, he was just like, everything, I, started, everything started clicking. And he's like, oh, I'm going to write this down. That's and, cool. Yeah. The H-bomb. And he, and he got, yeah. But he still says in here that he hates the song. The yeah. Rosenbergs. <laughs> so, yeah, he has, Billy Joel has three number one songs. This is one of them. Okay. What were the other two? That's what I was going to ask Crocodile you Crocodile Rock. That's Elton John. That's <laughs> Elton <laughs> That's how good Billy Joel was. That was his number one song, even though Elton John wrote it and sang Elton it. Elton John's like, yeah. what's going on? He's like, why are they giving the Grammy to him? <laughs> well, uh, I wrote that song. I would think Piano Man. No. I'm going to get to All that. Because right, that got a was, lot of airplay. So, but at the time it got released, it, it was popular, but it wasn't a it big hit. It hurt so good. Okay. That's true. Oh, uh, oh God! Forget it. Oh, no, right. the answer is is Uptown Girl. No, no. There was one from that album. Um, Tell her about it was number one. Okay, okay. And it's still rock and roll to me. And, uh, uh, Uptown Girl. Uh, oh, still rock and roll. <laughs> still rock and roll to me. They were yeah. Tell Just the way you are went to number two. It was held out, I think, by a bunch of BG songs that did. Good uh, horn stuff on uh, that yeah. song. Yeah. You know, it's got a Barry in it. So now. Speaking of Billy Joel songs, took it longer than I thought, but it was it was cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That song. But incredible. I wanted to turn it, it over to uh, Bill, a Billy Joel featured Joel. podcast. Turn it over to Geb. I mean, and uh, woo. and you know maybe t have Geb talk about some things that you know he likes about Billy Joel songs, some of his favorite stuff, some interesting things, some things we don't play that you like. Whatever you want to do, I'm kind of like right. teeing it up. But if if there's things you want to dive into and demonstrate to people um, your, your your go well i didn't do a lot of preparation for that but that's all right that's okay <laughs> whatever you did anything for yeah right and we could cut out stuff too so yeah. it was my understanding there was to be no math 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to speak. Yeah. Being that I grew up playing the piano, of yeah. course, I, you know, kind of gravitated towards Billy Joel. It, to me, I love everything that he does because everything's a story. Like yeah. all of his songs are stories. You know, they're not just like thrown together lyrics or, you know, he comes up with a hook and, Good you know, point, I'm just going to, I'm point. just going to make this line to fit that hook, you know, like, yeah, it's almost like he had a concept in mind and kind of told a story through the whole That's song. That's a great like, point. You know, I mean, yeah. even just thinking of Piano Man, the first line is, yeah, it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. You, yeah. You want yeah. to hear what's next. Right. You know? It was and, an actual thing that occurred in his life yeah. that. Your sister's you know. gone. She's on a date. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's real life. <laughs> it's know. real life. Seriously. But yeah. uh, also, just the amount of styles that he would do. Like, he did, like, My Baby Grand with Ray Charles. Like, right. Like, he could play in all these different mm -hmm. styles, too. Um, well, he, he always said, like, I, I, I always would listen to on XM, you know, oh, yeah, XM yeah. radio. He had the Billy Joel channel, and I would put it on sometimes driving. And he would just talk about all these different songs, and he said he hates the sound of his own voice. <laughs> Everybody does. Like yeah. That. But he said whenever he wrote a song, he always had somebody else in mind that he was writing it for that person. So to say, like, the My Baby Grand, like, he, th he thought, I want to do something, I want to write something for Ray Charles. And he said he would just go through all these things in his head. And he said, you know, he just had a baby. That's one of the things he said. He goes, I just had a baby. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's like the love of my life. I'm like, what a love, baby. But I'm a baby grant. Mm. You know, that's the other love in my life is a baby grant. Yeah. So cool. he, that was the first thing that came into his head was Ray Charles. So he asked uh, his producer then. Uh, Phil, Phil Ramone. Phil Ramone. Yeah. Who was friends with Ray Charles. Yeah, and Ray very Charles. connected. Phil and, and called Ray Charles, and he said that Ray Charles ended up calling Billy Joel, and, and he said he answers the phone, and it's Ray Charles, and he's like, get, get, get out of here, you know, like it was a prank. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, no, it's it's Ray, you know. Hey, I want to do. I heard you want to do this song. I want to do it with you. Let's get together, you know. And he's like, oh my god, I can't believe that's it. awesome. You know? But yeah, I mean, you go back to like, um, uh, what's the well, New York State of Mind? It's such a Ray Charles kind of. Feel oh yeah, too, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, no, I'm thinking that? that Say Goodbye to Hollywood. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. like that song, he had totally in his head, he had um, the Phil, Spector. Phil, Phil Spector, Spector and, and, yeah. and Ronnie Spector. And he says, when he sings it, when you hear him, he's singing like, like Ronnie Spector. Spector. Mm. Yeah. You know, say goodbye to Hollywood. Yeah, he had yeah, that vibrato yeah, yeah. and everything. That'd be, a, and it's, that'd be a fun song to do. I don't good know if it would go over. It too. There is yeah. really cool saxophone, yeah. yeah. Um, all that's like, you know, he even said about, um, the one you mentioned that we do, um, some folks said, da, 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 oh, matter, matter, of, matter trust. of trust. Yeah. yeah. He, when he wrote that, he, all he was thinking of was, um, Robert Palmer. Oh, really? And the, the song, uh, what was the one with all the girls? Addicted oh, yeah. yeah. to love. Right? Addicted to love. He said he loved the way that he would sing. Like his, his upper lip would never move. Robert Palmer. <laughs> I never noticed. So that. he said when he <laughs> sang that, when he when he recorded that, he did it in that style, like Robert Palmer. He had that, that same. And if you listen to the song, it's almost it makes similar. Makes sense now. Okay. Yeah, mm. it's funny when you listen to that stuff. And, and there's there's so many influences that he had. Okay. Uh, for of different artists. No, that makes. That but makes, it's just even like there's a song. And that's where he said everything came from. It wasn't 
stuff that he like I want to project this out it was like a lot of the songs he thought of other artists that would this would be perfect for that person so he wrote yeah, it that well, way. and like you said with yeah. stories the songs do conjure images like mm-hmm. even like something that's lesser known uh modern woman which he wrote oh, he wrote under uh, about christy brinkley but oh, even wow. when you hear like the beat and it sounds like a new york fashion week like someone walking down oh, a yeah. walk, yeah and he's it, just it talking about great visual you see you, you can see it a in a paper yeah, and yeah, yeah just like oh. boom it's all there you yeah. know i love that geb said he didn't prepare this part now we're just getting all these great stories yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just all hey know. this will this may be putting you on the spot we can cut it out if it doesn't work no it's not so like a billy joel story of, of, of uh i've heard is that uh well because i've heard liberty devito tell it so yeah. when he was writing moving out he played it for them oh yeah and liberty devito is like that's laughter in the rain you yeah. fool he did he, he did <laughs> so when he originally um, you know, it's uh, and then he works in the grocery store, right? Saving his pennies for something. So, when he originally wrote it, he wrote it like this Anthony worked in the grocery store, saving his pennies for something. <laughs> and, and he said, Liberty DeVito threw his sticks across the studio, hit him. And he's like, You asshole, that's laughter in the ring. And he's like, Wait, what are you? Oh, oh God, you're right. And then that's when he changed the melody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only the Good Day Young was a reggae song originally. Yes, originally, really? yeah. And, and, and Liberty DeVito hated it yeah. as a reggae. <laughs> He's like, "What do you know about reggae?" Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, there's uh, there's a lot of funny stories like that. He said, uh, "Just the way you are." Oh, and they brought that in the studio. Like I think that. he said Linda Ronstadt heard him. Yep. And she said, you got to put that on an album. It's such a great song. But <laughs> Liberty DeVito said, they all hated, hated it. it. Absolutely hated it. it. Yeah. Wait, who hated it? Liberty or Billy? Liberty DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. And they bring, they bring in Phil Woods, and he plays that awesome oh, alto yeah. saxophone solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you just made that up? And it's it like a song. Yeah, the solo. Yeah. Like, I got to hear that solo when, when you now play I, that song. Yeah. I've heard that he wrote that song based off of a note that his mother gave him when he was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, he said he got picked on a lot when he was in school. He's a, you know, kind of a little yeah. short pudgy kid, yeah. you know. And I think he said his mom, I don't know if this is absolutely true, but he said his mom left a note for him in the morning that said, um, "Don't change." You know, oh, I love cool. you just the way you uh, are. Yeah. Don't Remember, change. Yeah. Don't do this for, you know, for anyone, whatever. Yeah. And that's where oh, he said he cool remembered that and kind of came up with the song for that. That's really neat. What are yeah. your What are your favorite Billy Joel piano riffs? Like favorite uh, that you like to hear or that you like to play? Either you know. That's a good one. Oh, I'm obviously you know the yes that whole thing. <laughs> um, I also like, I mean, do you like playing the beginning of Piano Man? That's just a really comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it's just, it, it's, simple, it's like a little cheesy, simple little thing. But, but you hear people go, minute, yeah, soon, yeah soon it's like as soon as you play that, everybody and, uh, knows yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah, but it also, it's cheesy, but it, the cheese works because it's a song about playing in a piano bar. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, setting yeah. it up for that. But. Um, Good point, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> 
You never, do you ever try? And I'm not asking you to try it now. Beginning of Angry Young Man. Oh, God. I've, I've tried it. You, you know, need extremely good action on piano. Okay, yes, yeah. Because it's, it's hard, because it's like double, yeah. you know, you know two-handed. Wow. You did it? You just did it, you bastards. It's so hard to keep going. I love it. I love that's, the that's keyboard great... solo in that. Oh, that, that. It's very like. Oh, that's so. Very like. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like a synth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. Funny, was, you know, very watch, classical. Watch Rick Beato videos, and he did. Yeah. Like, he does, you know, the top 20 bass intros of all time, or the, he did the top 20 piano intros, and he can't play piano you know that yeah. well he can play chords and all but yeah. so he had a guy playing for him and he langry young man was one of them yeah and the guy had never heard it before and the guy said this has to be you know digital like it can't be it, it, yeah but it was right. Billy Joel in no, 1975 he, they show it <laughs> I mean you see him live yes it's nuts he's doing it what was that bootleg that you gave me uh, oh yeah um, um, he does root beer rag up tempo from the recording tempo so it's faster oh, yeah. than the actual Which and he it, nails it nails yeah. it again that's it sounds so... digital almost yeah it's billy joel's like, well, 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 that's that's yeah. i mean the intro mm. part of it's easy but when he gets into you know the <laughs> this part <laughs> it's a, my well used to play that years ago wow, when i was a really? kid on, at home we had sheet music and i mean but it was <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like a, a scene from charlie brown like walking from one house to the next yeah. can you play that again like you blockhead what are you doing i know <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's so. That's a concert. It's done. See, see, we post in nineteen seventy-seven before the Stranger came out. It's yeah. also the first like live recording. First yeah, time yeah. he played scenes from Italian restaurant live. Yeah. But I, I know I, I gave you a copy of that recording yes. years ago because I remember, and we'll get to this in Piano Man. We would do Piano Man, and in that version, he does like a. Jazz waltz, in the yeah, yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would do the jazz waltz sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, and I'd be standing next to him off stage, and you know he doesn't like jazz that much. He's <laughs> like, "What's he doing this for?" And I said, "Oh, that's because I gave him a version of the song. What'd you do that for?" <laughs> it makes it fun too. Yeah, so it's really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, but that comeback, like the you know the, the original way that Billy played, it's just so powerful when he comes oh, yeah. back with that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I always yeah, loved like, uh, "Big Man on Mulberry Street." Too. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, another love great that. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be another one we would sound Why great playing it. Why can't yeah. I say what I mean? We would sound awesome playing it, but I don't know if people, people would be like, do. "What's that?" Yeah. <laughs> there's a. Did you guys? Do you remember the show Moonlighting? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You could, there's an episode of Moonlighting that has like a 14-minute dance sequence to that song. It's really kind of cool. Moonlighting, as in uh, Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, and, Bruce oh, really? Willis. You can find this episode on uh, wow. on YouTube. It could, um, that was a good theme song. 
Yeah, some walk by night, some walk by day, moonlighting strangers, cause they met on the way. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Sorry, that's not Billy Joel. What do you think of the intro to my life? Is that cool? Is it boring? Oh. Uh, I mean, it's like... Dennis doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, that's moving out. Oh, wait, that's not it. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yes. Do you know the yeah. background vocal is Peter Cetera? Yeah. On that song. Yeah. I was. I. I didn't. Never liked that yeah, song so much. Yeah, I always much. wondered. It's. It's weird. It's very catchy, but it's not. Yeah. Really great. My. I, I from I, the Stranger album. My favorite is. Um, Oh, that'd be so cool. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. And Dennis could do the whistle. It'd That's be just like he does on uh, on yeah. Dock of the Bay, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Sometimes I toss it to Gab on keyboards. That's another one where you, you see that you see that image in your head. Like that song conjures a black and white uh, alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a cigarette and it's going. And, well, wasn't there, there was an old radio show i think or something called or maybe you don't called the whistler wasn't it or the so yeah something the like that. i know there was a radio show my dad used to called the shadow yeah well yeah, yeah the shadow yeah but no. there was something there was i think that's where that came from there was a yes. show that had that oh, it's an yeah, eerie the piano or something like yeah. i've driven around at night listening to the stranger and like yeah if you're in a right a, a specific just kind of already on edge yeah, mood, yeah. it is a very oh, that, creepy yeah. little like <laughs> yeah. like that piano riff and the whistling. You're like, why do I feel very concerned it, right it, now? It, <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't it come back at the end and just kind of fade out? Yeah, yeah. too again like that spooky yeah. part comes back. Like yeah. yeah, he does it in reverse. He whistles in the beginning and then at the end. He whistles at the end, yeah, yes. like the piano has the lead in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. in the beginning, it, at the end. You know, he and then changed the whistle. Answers. He changed the lyric at that 1989 concert. He's like, "That's when she kicked me right between the balls." He said balls <laughs> instead of eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but I mean, there's there's an obscure song you don't hear much that I I always love is uh, Rosalinda's eyes. I love that song. Yeah. I, oh, I'm not going to play because I don't know what the whole intro is, but yeah, it's just, I would love that song. It's written about his mother. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. He had a complicated relationship with his mom. Well, because yeah. she raised him as a single mom pretty yeah, much. Yeah. But there's a song called Laura. On oh, the, yeah. That's about Laura. her. He said he, he, that was one. It's about her, but it's a, yeah, but, but he wrote it in vain. It was kind of, he was thinking of the Beatles. Yes, yeah. it's a very Beatle-y kind yeah. of album. Yeah. When you listen to it, too, you can hear all those influences yeah. of Lennon yes. in it. That's a great song. Yeah. So if there's, a, if there's a Billy Joel song, maybe it is Rosalinda, that you would want us to play with the band that we've never done before, what well, would it be? Zanzibar. Yes. Yeah. How's that one? I don't know that one. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. It's, uh, oh Zanzibar. And it gets into the, you know, it goes, uh, I've got the old man's gone. 
I got the sound, jazz guitar. I've got the dance and Yeah. What album is that? Is that on the piano man? 52nd Street. 52nd Street. 52nd Street. Oh, and it's yeah. got a Freddie Hubbard trumpet solo that's awesome. Yeah. Because then it gets into this. Same, the tempo's the same, but it gets into a fast double time swing. Mm. And that's where Freddie Hubbard yeah. plays a flute mm. solo. Very cool. I'll send you a version. Because yeah. he, he has like a, an album they released called My Lives, which is like outtakes and yeah. demos and extended versions. And there's a like extended version of that song where at the end he just doesn't goes, fade out. It yeah, just keeps he just going. keeps going. Yeah. yeah. The Saigon, I remember, the Saigon song he does is great too. Was that Goodbye yeah, Saigon? Good Night Saigon. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a great song. Do you guys know? I just happened to look this up because I was thinking of oh, what songs would I like to hear you guys do by Billy Joel that you don't do? Right. And indirectly discovered. Do you know what his what he thinks is the worst song he's ever written? It's not. Mm. We didn't start the fire. He no, there's one he thinks is worse. I found the story of why. Oh, I heard Captain him say Jack. this before, but I can't remember. What? I can't even pronounce the title. It's the French. Oh, song. Set de toi. Set de toi. <laughs> yeah, he said. Uh, he said. It's a song written in French, and I don't speak the language. <laughs> I, lo I love the sound of the language, though, so I wrote a song, and I had a guy translate my lyrics, and I tried to make them fit to the song, but it just came out absurd. I had a huge hit with Honesty in France, and then I went to France, and I performed. And you remember that movie, The Producers, how after they do Springtime for Hitler, the audience just sits there? <laughs> well, that well, that's what the French did after I performed the song. <laughs> Great story. This is the worst thing you can do to the French is massacre their language. Oh. After, after the show, the promoter said, "What have I asked the promoter what happened?" He said, "We all just thought you were singing in Polish." <laughs> he said, "That's when I realized I wrote a truly awful song." <laughs> That's such oh, a good man. story. That's funny. <laughs> um, so after Zanzibar, for me, I would love to do Billy the Kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I'm in a, I play in the Roastery Pops, and uh, I'm trying to get the conductor to like, hey, you know, piano player in our band, I think he'd like, he, I, did, I think he'd like to do, it'd be neat to do a version of Battle of Billy Kid with uh, an orchestra. Oh, and, right, right. I haven't sold her on the idea yet. She's, uh, she's like, oh, let me think about it. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. At Roastery, because then yes. they also had that piano there. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that, uh. I thought it was pretty good uh, Gabby Joel Masterclass. Absolutely. For not even preparing? No, yeah, <laughs> it was great. Very good, very Used good. to, like, Ronnie Dangerfield. The Council of Trent. Alexander, he was oh, great. Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Martin, that's great. Oh, man, so... It's time for our song from the set list, which Ed's dad picked. It's kind of the uh, what started this whole uh, Gabby Joel episode is Piano Man. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the background of Piano Man, I, I think everybody knows to some degree. It's, it's his first album, Bombs, which we talked about, um, and he had signed a bad magic management contract. So he left New York, went to L.A. He went with his wife. Her, her name was Elizabeth. Um, he got a job in a bar called the Executive Lounge. Um, he was performing under the name Bill Martin, and he played there for six months. Bill what? Bill Martin. Martin's, yeah. Martin's his middle name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, his wife worked as a waitress at the bar, so the waitress practicing, practicing politics is actually a reference to his then-wife, yeah. Elizabeth. All right. Oh. Um, 
He, he just, Billy Joel's described the bar as a place that you went to after you lost the track. It was a place when you became a loser, that's where you went. It's <laughs> yeah. what he kind of said. It's like a dive bar. Yeah, yeah. dive bar. People yeah. were very drunk. Yeah. Um, his wife, she would later become his manager, she was his manager when he became very successful. Yeah. Um, they divorced, uh, but her brother remained his accountant. But his, her brother stole millions of dollars oh. <laughs> later on. So that wasn't, that's a different story. And um, I, if I interject, yeah, go ahead. His, his wife, who was his manager, that's where the song, uh, She's Always a Woman to Me, yeah. came from. He wrote it about her. That's, that's another great song. That's yeah. a great song. Yeah. She'll promise you more than the hey, Garden you know what? of Eden. That's yeah. another one to add to the list because we did that at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. We, the, I have lost count. Uh, Sixteen. <laughs> 16. Yeah. I love that. She'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden. She'll she, cut you. She carelessly cut, she'll cut you, you and, and laugh, laugh while you're bleeding. bleeding. That's it. Is oh. great. So that was his manager. Just like <laughs> yes. A, yeah. Just like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Go ahead, son. No, that's good. This, but the song is based on the actual people in the bar. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul's a real estate novelist. It was about a guy who was always talking about a real estate guy who was always talking about the novel he was yeah. writing that he never thought. Wouldn't he be interesting there. to sit next to at the bar? <laughs> 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 of, of all, well, Matt's probably pretty good with you. I assume pretty tolerant with people. I was gonna say, Dennis, of of us here, you're probably the person who handles people like that the best i mean you'll it always says. <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll turn to ed and like i have no idea who that was, man. Like, i can't believe it i mean you're just the best at that you were yeah <laughs> but the uh the song eventually became the total track from the album uh piano man uh it was the second song on the album it was, the album was released november 1973 the song was billy's first hit and became his signature song it's currently his most downloaded song on iTunes and Spotify. Um, so one, in terms of downloads, one might say it's it's his Rick Anthony of because <laughs> 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 Rick Anthony is still our most downloaded episode, right? <laughs> but at the time, the song peaked at number twenty-five on the Billboard charts in April nineteen seventy-four. So uh, as you guys know, I like to go back to the Billboard Hot One Hundred, kind of yes. give perspective of what was going on. I was a little worried, you know, we've done a lot of songs, 60s, 70s. Um, I was a little worried we'd done 74, but looking at the list, the number 10 song, there's no way that we've done 1974 before. So number one. That's the year I was born. Excellent. This will be, this is great. <laughs> See if I remember them. Number one was the way, it's, it's, a, it's a weird list for 74. Yeah. I mean, number, it's like a transition year. Number one was The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. Wow. Isn't the Joker on there? Joker's not top ten. No, and only have. I thought that came. I thought that was like the one of the the number one song that year. Not that. Not, um, not according not, to my not friend according Wikipedia. to the internet. Oh, That's right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> number two, Seasons in the Sun. Wow, oh, man. We had love. We had fun. My love, it's hard to die. Yeah, oh. <laughs> such a weird tune, man. Yes. This is seventy four. Yes. Uh, it's a Billboard top Billboard, Yeah, it's Billboard. Number three was Love's Theme by the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Oh, yeah. No, no. Wasn't it? I thought it was... Yeah. No, that's the hustle. That's the hustle. Oh, wait. But it's something like that. can you help us out? Love's Theme. Love's Theme. Yeah, it's... 
it's a very it's like a golf yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of song like the original yacht rock kind of song. it's worth yeah yacht rock by barry good. white no, Love's Theme by the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Yeah, okay. it's Barry White. Is oh, it Barry White? Okay. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah. yeah. there it is. There it exactly. Is. Yeah. Oh, that piece you know, it, wasn't this Channel 6? Yes, the, like a late night the, movie. The yes. late night movie or, or yes. afternoon, Saturday afternoon yes. or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. After Evening Magazine. That's what I was thinking. A million not, dollar movie. Yeah, the yep. Hustle. I was thinking of that. No, no, heck would buy hustle. that to make it number three. Jesus. It could, it, wait till you see what's coming. Go ahead. <laughs> God almighty. Number, number four, Chico's I favorite, Come and Get Your Love. Wow. Number five, Dancing Machine by the Jackson Five. Which wow. you guys Dancing, dancing, dancing. Okay. okay. Number six was The Locomotion by Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> oh, I did a version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Number seven was TSOP. Ah. Sound of Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, MFSB. We, uh, oh, no. Number eight's the one that I said. If we had done this, we would have remembered. Number eight, The Streak. My uh, Ray oh, Stevens called him The Streak. streak. Yeah. He likes a turning of the cheek. Put your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Stevens had a string of hits like that. Yeah. Well, what else? Guitars in. Uh, <laughs> Along came Jones, the streak. They're all he like, did Along Came Jones? Yeah. Well, he, originally it was the... Oh, yes. Who, Gab? What's that? Not the Coasters. Who's the other <laughs> band? <laughs> but then Along Came Jones. Yeah. I thought, the, uh, I thought that was the coat. No, not no, the no, no, no. The other band. Yeah, did, I know what you're talking about. I was Charlie Brown. Yeah, who did Charlie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name <laughs> of the band. <laughs> Matt will know. Go ahead, Matt. Well, <laughs> that band, right. <laughs> Number oh, nine. Nothing. He Wait, you told us. I don't know. Number nine. But we're back to sanity momentarily. Benny and the Jets. Ah. Which apparently Elton left the studio and the producer... Like added did, all the added all that and did the, the synthesizer parts. And, really? And, yeah, according to Andre Gardner on I, I, there uh, this is whole a, thing where he talked about... he. He wasn't excited about the song. Yes. And he sort of, sort of like left. And he's like, it needs to sound like it's it's at a live concert. So he added you know, that. Oh. And then all the keyboard stuff is is not Elton. It's it's the, the, Well, that's yeah. one of those tunes where you just go And everybody Yeah. And they all know what they it is. They all know what it is. Number ten. I never heard of it. Did you look at it? Yeah. So I probably haven't heard the song since 1974. One Hell of a Woman by Mac Davis. I need to hear that. Jeez. Yeah. If you listen, to, I listen to it. I'm like, oh, I kind of remember this, but because I one remember hell. Mac Davis. This is one hell of a woman. Almost sounds like uh, satisfaction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's a woman. That's Mac Davis, totally. She's a baby. I just see Austin so Powers. Yes! Like, with just his British speedo <laughs> on. She's a and it's perfect because eventually, he's a hell of a woman and I'm a hell of a man. <laughs> I don't recognize that song at all. No. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
uh, you know, the song itself, Piano Man, get back to that. I've heard, I, Billy has described it as limericks in Walt's time. Hmm. Which I was like, wait a minute, and then it's kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, which I thought was an interesting kind of perspective. It's got accordion and harmonica in it in the original. In terms of Chico's vibe doing it, we've been doing it for years and years. I mean, we don't do it super frequently, but we've been doing it for I think long as long as the band's been around, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and it's one of, we could do another episode on Ed Mount harmonica songs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many well, the are coolest there? Thing, the coolest thing uh, was at Two. Uh, Derek Fry's wedding, um, he gave his groomsmen harmonicas. And uh, each of us got one the, at, at the dinner, the, the rehearsal dinner. And I just put it in my bag, and then I had the little. I had a little one, but Derek gave me one. Oh, okay. It's got my name engraved on it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. So at the wedding, I realized that it was in the key that that okay. that the piano man's. Oh, in. cool! So the gift that he gave me, I got to play with Gabby at the uh, wedding, and he said he was just like, "Oh, oh that's my awesome. god, yeah!" So it was one of those things. Uh, where, Cool story. And it has a little trigger. It's a nice. It's the yeah. nicest harmonica I own because you'd say we're doing Jungle Land or, or whatever it was. Uh, not Jungle Land. The other one. Uh, Thunder, Thunder Road. Road. Thunder Road. And I, I, I ran to George's music, and I was like, oh, can, I, can yeah. I get a key? Uh, a key. I think it's F. It's an F. F. Yeah. I'm like, can I have an F harmonica? And he goes, Are you doing some Bruce this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> he knew it. And I came back and I was like, can I have an A harmonica? He's like, Are oh, you trying to learn some Doors stuff? You know, like, yeah, just, you know he, he knew whatever the key was I was buying. He's like, Is it this song? Yeah. 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 But well, cool. That was another. No, that's good. Yeah. And the only <laughs> thing I get, you can confirm this, the piano man. I've seen another video where Billy Joel describes it as um, uh, it sent the verse and the chorus are the same, yeah. the same. He just up an octave, right? Yeah. yeah so. Did you have the story about a, a guy? He walked in and he oh, started, he went into yeah. a piano bar. He went into a bar. There was a piano player there, and the piano player sees him and it's like, oh, Billy Joel. And the piano player's not singing. Right. He's just playing piano. And the problem with not singing is there's no part where he can take an up and octave. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> so over Billy's and over like again. looking at him. He goes, "I'm waiting for him to get to the to the chorus, and I'm waiting for the moment he realizes that he's stuck." stuck. <laughs> you just, yeah, you're just in a yeah. That piano player is still there design. today. He's still there today playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the video, he's like. I'm just looking at him, and then I see it in his eyes, and he looks up at me, and I nod. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. But that gets us through Piano Man. Yeah. yeah. I thought Gabby was going to play it. Do you want to play it? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's uh, Yeah, but for what reason? You can only do 10 seconds of it for, so there's no copyright infringement. Copyright issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so just do your favorite, your favorite 10 seconds of that song. There you go. Ten. Cut. Here you go. All right, cool. Actually, the intro, I, you, I love the ending of the intro. Which... That is neat. 
I love that, that rolling riff. chord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us this one thing, right? To pick our uh, two things. What? Uh, pick next week's and a uh, song that you would like to have added to the right. set list. Oh, two things. Yeah. Thank Uh-oh. you. <laughs> two things. They don't All call right. me producer Matt for nothing. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to pick our next song from the set list. Whose choice <laughs> isn't somebody. <laughs> I want to pick. Wait. Uh, what movie is this? It had to be you. It had to be you. That one. Mm. Had to be you is our next song from the set list. Mm-hmm. What are you about to play? I was going to say, what is this? It had to be you. It's <laughs> our next song for the set list. <laughs> I remember yeah. one time. Matt's like, hey, you're, you're I was doing it. the microphone. I was doing a gig with Gabby and Chameleon. And he had to play It Had to Be You. And I don't know if you didn't know the lyrics or not, but the whole song was It had, had to be you. It 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 had to be you. That sounds like something uh, Bob, Bob Even. Even. Yeah. That would have Bob Even we did, thing. We did. It was a chameleon gig, and Jim yeah. wasn't there, and they, re- they requested all the way. And Bob's like, I know it. I know it. Oh, jeez. And he's like, when somebody loves you, it's no good unless you go all the way. <laughs> and then he didn't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody loves you, it's no good unless he loves you. It's all, all the way. way. When, I first, when I first joined the band, one of our first... Um, one of our first weddings, he had to do Fields of Gold by Sting. And I didn't really know Gabby that well by this point. And he didn't have the lyrics yet. So he was going, In the fields of gold, there are fields of gold. When you walk in fields of gold, you will see that gold in that fields of gold. And then he stopped and he went, When, when you walk in fields of gold. I just was dying. <laughs> you will see fields of gold as you walk in fields of gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so, so it had to be you. It had to be you is that's a surprise pick. Yeah. And, and we actually have that crazy intro charted out. Yeah. We never ever played it. Yeah, the, the Harry Sounds crazy. Yeah. It is and it's it, it would be fun to play, but it's it also would. really tough. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. But yeah. Let's save that for next month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, absolutely. All right, song that you want to do. Could be anything. It doesn't mean that we would ever play it. Never play. I discovered this through Spotify. It's it's the AI is, is DJing things for me. So it was a live Pro Call Harlem, the band. Pro Call Harlem. Harlem, thank you. And it's a song called Conquistador. Conquistador. Yes. yes. Fucking yes. great. Never heard that before in my life. Conquistador, your stallion stand. Dude, I was like, I was like, this would be a great Chico's vibe song. It's, Just like, it's you know, an awesome song. And it's got this. Uh, do you know it, Gab? Yeah. Every second of that song. I've listened to it so much back in the day. You know who yeah. else loved it? Cantwell. Oh, really? Look at oh, all right. that Progo Harm stuff, yeah. a salty dog, you know, all that stuff. I like that guy's voice, too. Uh, yeah, he's great. I, I knew, I knew mostly whiter, was it whiter paid? Whiter, whiter shade, shade of pale. pale. 
I mostly know them for yeah. that. Yes. And now I'm like discovering Wait, other things. From Gary Booker. Yes. Uh, I think he just died. Someone just died from there. But he sounded the same. I have a, uh, a version of a live version of Gary Booker and a whole big band and an orchestra playing Whiter Shade of Pale from some gardens in England. Mm-hmm. And it's first of all, it just it's a great version. But Booker's voice was as good like five years ago when they did that as it was nineteen sixty eight or whatever that? the heck it was. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, cool, fantastic. Well, who's the Felice Navidad guy? Um, Jose like, Feliciano. When yeah. he played that, when he played the gig that we played, yeah, um, he SAP. sounded. I thought SAP. his voice sounded. The same as he did in the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, I, his voice and he was kept... such a great guitar yeah. player. He just went on and on and yeah, on. It never yeah. stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that nice. Cab, what do you what do you think? What do you Wait, think? what's the best song that never stopped at a gig that we played, but we didn't play the song, but we were watching? Oh, uh, Disco it, Inferno. There you yes. go. Yes. <laughs> it was a whole set. It was a whole set. Yeah. Well, on the album, it goes on forever, too. Well, there you go. <laughs> 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 I'm talking about the soul. Oh, God. <laughs> fire! A fire! Oh that was... God, uh, our buddy was in that band, right? El Amad? Yeah, El Amad. Yeah, El Amad. Well, no, not with them. He was singing with the stylistics. Oh! Because wow. they had the... Thank God. They had the the one <laughs> member who was remember he was in a wheelchair. Yes, yes. and he couldn't yes, 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 yes. like he was singing, but they had everything off. That oh. mic wasn't on. His, oh. Well, his mic was on, but only in his monitor. Monitor, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was all over. Didn't the place. Larry Kushner write all their songs? He did. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Gab, yeah. yes. Yeah. What song do you want to play? Huh. <sighs> Since I, mean, I have the keyboard, uh, I want to. That's good. No, I don't. That's a. Uh, hmm. Come back to me. Come back. Yeah. Dennis. Come back come to me. Come back to me. <laughs> we already um, do that. Oh. Wait, I forget what my song is. I had it in my head yesterday. Ah. Uh, Come back to me. Jeez. Same song. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. John, I've been watching. What, John, what would you like? So I've been watching videos of that. Oh, I can't remember. The Russian band, the, the Chicago. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. in Friends or something? Yeah. Um, uh, Leon, 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 Leon in Friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a live concert online of them. And uh, uh, I've been searching so long. It just sounded great. Yes. How have they been doing with the whole Ukraine thing? Because aren't they? U- they were. They're, been torn the U.S. Yeah, they've been torn all over the place. Yeah, so they're not there. And it's amazing because they're just doing cover like Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire covers. Huge crowds, and they sound great. They also, I saw them do a. We'll never do it, but and then I, I don't think I ever heard the song before. The song called "East River" by the Brecker Brothers, which was great horn stuff Mm. and really cool. But you know, I I don't know it that well. So you know, I just had a song pop in my head. Sorry. It's Chicago thing. We used to do it in another band, but question 67 and 68. Some of my favorite trombone stuff. They double the horns in 
in that uh, like because i know the tenor is playing like two notes and in, in probably so like yeah it's it's another reason it sounds so, so big fat. yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I saw them a lot. Speaking of songs we used to do, um, Chameleon, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Oh, yeah. You used oh, to yeah. sing it, and yeah. that's the horn that's arrangement. Good that. Horn right. arrangement, that's so good. Right. All right, well, I want to do... Uh, 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 what's that John Lennon song? <laughs> Baby's good to me, you know, oh, she's happy. I feel fine. Uh, I feel fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> yes, Matt. So, I mean, I've got two answers. One uh, for Ed, uh, Mecco's uh, the Star Wars disco <laughs> song. Uh, but honestly, you guys should really consider doing this new Elvis song that's tearing up the charts. Oh, boy. Elvis. Is it Elvis AI? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Look at the face. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I've seen there somebody puts those so out. Sir I sent you guys the one of Frank Sinatra yes. doing Little John. Little Get John. Low. Right. There's somebody that takes the tracks. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. I think it's called There I Ruined It. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, they think. Yeah. Matt, what's the there's a weird Al version of Piano Man, right? That's Spider Man. Uh, he did spin us a web, you're the Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah. one of his best. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> but that gets us to the end of episode twenty of the Vibe. Yeah. Another su- successful episode. Woo! Thanks to our listeners. Uh Yes. Make sure you hit the like. And this Five is the stars. First, this is the first show since the announcement of the show at the Roastery Park show. So this show should be a should great be show. Huge, Whoa. yes, huge. Good, yes. Right, Topo. All right, we done. Sit. Oh, yeah. Is that you, Gabby? Oh, I didn't even try. Sorry. Playing the porno music? Yes, I hear the yeah, porn yeah. music. This is the opening theme. <laughs> Starring Carl Hungus. Needy Doe. <laughs> we can start the podcast with this music. We're back. Yeah, we're back, baby.